Hi everyone um, and welcome to the show again. Um, I had to like, oh no, buttons, buttons, you know how it goes or not, but um, welcome everyone. Good to see you all. Um, for everyone who don't know me, I'm Marcel B, and I'm the host for uh, PvP or well, or uh, gaming show on the radar. Um, funny thing is, today I was more nervous. Is this because I have to talk with two men who are, you know, going to tell me so many cool things that it makes me nervous. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so let's um, see if there's anything you want to say today or you want to be like, oh, I want to ask this to them. Tell me. Just say it in the chat because um, it's more than welcome. Uh, so today what we're going to do is uh, the main subject is creating epic storylines for your game. Uh, we're also going to talk about storyline for citizen conflict, also blockchain games and storylines, and oh, the game section of today is citizen conflict. Hi Cloverdale, how are you doing? Um, so of course I can't do this alone because it's lovely to do this, but you know I need some help. So um, there we go. We having our guest here today. Hello, man. You may <laughs> get off the mute button now. <laughs> Are we, we like are it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having us. Yeah. You don't have to be nervous. We are nervous also. <laughs> then we're all nervous. Okay, that's great. Um, yeah. Um, well, I was just thinking about our call just before. And for everyone who missed it, we have seen uh, Dave as a strawberry and Ross as, uh, well, everything, but not the <laughs> strawberry. <laughs> like this. <laughs> So it was great to, you know, get the tension of things. Um, okay, so we're going to introduce you guys. Um, and don't get me wrong, you know, names are not the easiest one because we're starting with Rostislav Bakala, or also Raz. Um, he's an entrepreneur and a visionary, boast, uh, boasting 10 years of experience in cooperating, banking and brokerage. Driven by his passion for gaming, he's now a founder and CEO of a blockchain game development studio, Corpo. Uh, David Achberger, what I thought it was German, but it's not, <laughs> is, is a brand builder with nine years of experience in performance, digital marketing, and the stock market. His passion for gaming and fintech technologies turned his professional life towards cryptocurrencies and NFT space. So, welcome. Um, I would say, tell a little bit more about yourself, and then I'm going to go more deeper into those, uh, in the questions. Yeah, like you spell it really well. So <laughs> I expect much worse, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, it's great to be here, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm the Russ, uh, CEO and the founder of the Corporate Game Studio. And yeah, we are uh, professional uh, players and passion from the games from the very beginning because, like, what we believe in our company, like, the gaming is the next uh, trigger for the bull market. And, and we believe that the high quality games and competitive games with the layer of the esports can really bring the billions of the web to players uh, to the web free and 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 use this amazing technology of nfts and ownerships and bringing really back uh, power to players and they can finally own this asset so so this was our vision why we create all of this stuff and what we will be talking today about the storyline game and so and so about me i'm a former professional players then I got crushed <laughs> and then I started working like hell and working with the investment and corporate banking with more than 10 year experience with the biggest investment banking. This helped us to fundraise and, you know, what is the vision without, without the right people and investors and fundraising, you know, mm -hmm. so you can achieve, you can achieve the, this quality and everything without uh, right partners. So thanks to my experience from the financial field, I was able to find right investors and build a company. And now finally we can, we start onboarding from 2018, uh, AA, AAA guys from the game like Arma, Stray, Overwatch. So from the financial aspect to the high quality and uh, experienced guys from the gaming field, we, we founded the Corpo Game Studio and now we are building amazing games, Citizen Conflict and Animate. And we definitely will be discussing more about this during the yep, show. 100%. So ha ha happy to having me. Cool. Well, thank you. And already so much information, but we're going into this deeper. Uh, <laughs> Dave, tell us a bit about you. 
this is what we do all the time <laughs> we are in the interview together and uh i don't know what to say after so i will tell uh, russ summed up very nicely about the company and maybe i can sell something about myself so uh, i got a background in uh, digital marketing and uh, fashion industry i've been a cmo and ceo of a few companies and uh, my passion was always trading i was for or first in stock market and uh, now i'm very heavy in the cryptocurrencies because we all know it's the future of money <laughs> so uh we need to be where the future is uh, to be future proof and uh we'll see uh what the times will bring us but i'm very happy to be in this company uh we are building it together with an incredible team of people in an incredible uh country and uh with uh, our our uh commander russ <laughs> uh we are on a good track to make mm -hmm. a best game in 2023 wow sounds promising and um how did you guys enter the gaming industry like it was pretty easy we want to create a game so we mm -hmm. start and that's it like you you are from you, you are not coming to gaming industry once you're born you are already in the gaming industry so like <laughs> it's like it's like something that really like form us whole life you play games from the very beginning and you don't even realize and you are into it so like what is more what is the like what is the dreamer jobs like to creating the game there is this is like most creative uh jobs on the planet mm -hmm. and we love to be creative we love to create something and not just competitive but really bring something new on the market and not just web free and blockchain but specific for the gaming mechanics and we always uh, was thinking about okay we can create something better like this game so so here we are we try to do it okay and, and then quickly what was or is your favorite game Oh, phew. It, Apart you, it from be, your own, eh? it will be really surprising. But it's a Pokemon. <laughs> I love Whoa. Pokemon game. Really? It's my one of my favorite from the very beginning. Okay. And I'm also like from the football, so I got some, somehow affected by the football. So of course, I play all of this football, football manager, strategy manager, and FIFA, NHL, and all of these sports games. Okay. So, and of course, the shooting. But like, yeah, Pokemon is the best. Wow, I did not expect that, but uh, quite interesting. Uh, and Dave, how did you enter the gaming industry? And of course, what's your favorite game or was or is? Basically, same as Russ. We are kids of the 90s. I think I'm 92 and uh, Russ is, I think, 91, mm -hmm. right? So 90, 90s, so kids, eh? yeah, yeah, <laughs> millennials go, yeah. awesome, <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, we were brought up in the era of skating, uh, first 3D games, uh, Pokemon, of course, Game Boy yeah. Color. So, oh yeah, every 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 kid wet dream in the 90s uh, mm -hmm. was to make a game or to to be in uh, be in the gaming industry. So we try to get there as soon as possible, and now we live our dream basically. Doing wow. what we love. Okay, so you guys both owned a uh, Game Boy Color as well. I don't want to break. I don't want to break, but <laughs> yeah, we did. And what's the, what? Color which color did you guys add? Yeah, I got the green one, gray one, yellow, okay. yellow. I had the purple one. <laughs> I expected. I, to even, the I, even, I even found like the little bag where I like a red bag where you can put all the games in yeah. and the Game Boy Color as all well. The cassettes, right? Yeah, all yeah, the, the little ones, yeah. Oh, great times, great times. I'm uh, from the, well, 90, so I, I get the point totally. Um, and um, tell us about your journey at Corpo Studios. Like, how did you start it or how did you, you game into Corpo Studios? Yeah, if I can start, we start with the paper and uh, pen <laughs> so we draw it we draw it on the paper okay this is it this is the big game in 2018 yeah. then we rework it 27 times and finally we start working on it so it was really crazy like from the very beginning in 2018 we was you know there was the bull market Every, everybody was crazy that this is the web free gaming and and fully on chain and all of this stuff is future of the gaming and then we saw the crash on the x infinity and how the play turn model is doesn't sustainable so like everybody get open their eyes and okay so what to do how to create like really next generation of the game and finally everybody realized that the next generation is the of the games are the games itself not the mm -hmm. blockchain so the journey was pretty crazy we start 
go deeper into the blockchain, NFTs. Uh, we want to build not just the games, but whole gaming infrastructures. So that's why we are really heavily uh, investing uh, in the resources into the blockchain. Blockchain engineers, all of our team is in-house. So we start working as the infrastructures, mm -hmm. infrastructures for the wallet, marketplace, and so and so. This was basically the first big beginning, how to like like think about the blockchain implementation inside the game and how to make really seamless onboarding for web to users to web free. So we start with this. This really helps us to build the infrastructures. And on top of it, then with, with the open eyes of the blockchain solutions, how to use it inside the game, we start creating the game. So we try to do racing game, the trading game, then we made the card game, then we built the drug race game, and so and so. And during the process, every new game was better and better and better and better. Then we cut all of the previous game and start working with AAA games uh, with all of the experience and teams. So now we're working on the Citizen Conflict and Animate. Nice. And Dave? How did you end it up there? Yeah, you need to, you need to call me first sometimes. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Dave. No, no, no. But but I like but I like to be addition to Russ words. And uh, what I, what I would like to add is that uh, exactly we went through several games. We started really small doing the indie games. Uh, of course, we are both and and the team was mostly from from. Um, trading and, and banking so we we thought let's do trading game they must be fun yeah. right but we but we figure out it isn't as fun because the trading is pretty hard and when you want to be good at it you need to learn a lot and you go through a lot of a lot of hiccups yeah. on the way so uh we need to randomize the game more and when when the team got bigger uh in, in the years that came uh we were able to go from uh online games to unity engine we started there because it was available and then we went full on unreal 5 and it was pretty hard journey to to switch engines to switch ideas but uh w when you take a look at all the studios that really take it somewhere they've been they've been testing a lot they've been following their vision but changing a lot during 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 the go so we have the similar approach mm -hmm. uh, we are a pretty big team but we are still working like a startup basically like yeah. startup day one so everybody doing a lot of things uh people are really trying to put the most out of them so we are really uh the company is uh on a, is uh, really focused but uh the the vibe is uh, really uh you need to work hard and everybody does because we are following the same vision so right now when uh, we are showcasing the game in in our area because we are from central europe basically the dev house is situated in bratislava mm -hmm. Uh, that will come up in in, uh, in also uh, the citizen conflict showcase, which we are really proud of. Uh, you can see the uh, the companies here or the game studios that's been here for a long time. They cannot believe that something like this is possible in our region. So we are oh, we, cool. we are really proud proud about that, and uh, we are really happy that we can work with cutting edge technologies to work with engine like Unreal Five because uh, it's uh, not super easy. Of course, Epic made it much better during the years how mm -hmm. they developed, so a lot more people can get into the gaming and uh, gaming development but uh, it's cutting edge still and uh, there's a lot of work to, to be done so we are really happy that we can make the games we want not that we can make right exactly yeah because in the end you want to make something and if it's not possible that's also hard like you sometimes you need some extra help for it but um okay so well, you kind of already said it, but can you tell us in a nutshell about the structure of the company and the different products that you create? You kind of said it, but maybe you can, you know, wrap it up in a little package. Yeah, like I will make it really simple. We 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 are we structuring. We have a structures for games and the infrastructures, like mm -hmm. uh, in especially in the blockchain and all of these like D five technology and setting the wallets is really important to create the seamless uh, onboarding infrastructure specific for the gamer and for the gaming uh, needs. So basically, we create the esport platform called Corpo ID. This Corpo ID includes the wallet, marketplace. You can mint your first NFTs. You can play completely free. You can get the rewards. You can get the voting. Basically, you can do all you want. Also, to check the tournaments, play the tournaments like you play in Counter Strike. So basically, we really want our main mission is to democratize esport, and for that purpose 
levels is this uh, corp wide create and uh, for the second part is the game itself so citizen conflict you can imagine it's like epic apex or overwatch with a really high quality game mechanics we want to create something really unique with the uh, three teams not the two teams then we want to create a really crazy fast movements and again <clears throat> focus on the esports to bring um, kind of new way of the monetization to the, the gamifying which is slowly dying you know we but we still believe that the monetization is the key aspect for the players for the, to be in the web free mm -hmm. so we try to bring the monetization but with a sustainable model that's why we create these infrastructures and citizen conflict and animate animate is something you know i'm really a huge fan of the pokemon so you can expect big things also there <laughs> The Pokemon is coming back every time. I love it. Okay, but uh, something totally different. And this one is for you, Rez. You had a career in football? I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a little bit. Tell us. Yeah, no, no, no. Like. I, don't, I, I love it. I love it. It's okay. helped me with... Uh, it helps me with, uh, with to be who I am, like to be always focused, consistent, work hard. And it brings you something. I really like people who, who, who do some team sports and everybody... they it's kind of you can see it on the on the on the personality of the people um so uh i i, I really like this time it helps me to grow yeah i i have maybe different idea but uh, what i want to be but i'm here and love it and yeah, yeah. till how how long have you done it like till yeah. what age or from what age yeah, i play also the national team 21 i was also in the first Czech league and basically Till 21, I got serious injuries mm. with the knees, and I was decided to go. Okay, go back to school or 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 try uh, hustle in second or third league. So I say, let's go work. <laughs> well, and look where you are now. I mean, it's a whole different career, but I think you are enjoying it quite a lot. So it's fine. Still you work, had you had a cool career. A lot. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and that's perfect. Like you have done something cool, and now you're doing something cool. So uh, all good. Um, and according to you, which game has the most memorable story? For me personally, mm -hmm. HM. <laughs> no, joking. <laughs> <laughs> like the like there is thousands of great mm. games. Like also like latest one was definitely Cyberpunk, mm. uh, which really inspired us a lot. Let's be honest, and uh, of course, like I don't know, difference uh, game like from the shooting uh, Halo or uh, the Quake, and you know, it's mostly not about the story. I'm not kind of single player uh, player. Yeah. I'm rather the multiplayer. I like the actions, I like the sounds, and everybody. So if it's about the single player, that is definitely the Pokemon. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this Dave. is a welcome to Pokemon show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so we uh, went through went through some. I'm also more uh, focused on multiplayer, but mm -hmm. we take uh, making the storyline very seriously. So uh, I would say also Cyberpunk um, in this. Uh, of course, it's mostly about the setting. The setting is yeah. real nice. Uh, we've been inspired heavily by the Cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm the sci-fi fan, and the novels from '80s are the best benchmark for every futuristic sci-fi that's coming up uh these days so um i would say cyberpunk for sure uh, mm -hmm. it's based on a novel uh, the characters are really intriguing and each part of the town got its own story so that's something that we would like to bring in a citizen conflict also in in some way of course you cannot uh exchange role-playing game that's heavily based around the around the story story and the story of the characters in the multiplayer but mm -hmm. we do our best of course we can elaborate on that in the in the in the future as we go in the interview but uh each character in our game got its own story it's heavily uh it's heavily impacted by uh it's bringing up and uh each character got his own personality and does a different things in the game and it's a multiplayer game so it can be done and the lore of the game is really important for the yeah. retention of the player so you are not just playing for some no-name soldier that's shooting around nobody knows him so you are not connected with the character mm -hmm. what we try to do in citizen conflict is really to uh, bring characters to life with the story so players can find the parts of themselves in the characters so mm -hmm. they are heavily attached to them okay well we're going to talk more about that later um yeah well i was thinking as well because obviously i also play a lot of multiplayer games but there was one indie game that got me fully like even crying 
and there was I just googled it quickly because I, I forgot the name. Everybody's gone to the rapture. Um, they have won uh, a BAFTA gaming award as well for the best audio, uh, yeah, the music in the game. Uh, it's a game of 2015, and it's from the Chinese Room and Santa Monica Studio. But they, um, that game, if you have not played it yet, it's it's just about like you sort of wisp you're following and you're like seeing things that happened on that place and it's quite um it's it's an well it's an indie game it's not as you know big as a cyberpunk or whatsoever uh, or horizon but it's just it gets you um so for like an, i never play many indie games but that game got me and i think the story and how they use the audio is great but there are so many. I mean, yeah, Horizon, definitely a uh, great game. There are so many good games, but also storyline-based. Um, because then you're like, ooh, what's happening now? Like, the same with the movie. But now you're playing the game and you want to see what's happening. So um, definitely very important to keep you uh, focused on the game. Um, totally. Okay, so um, we're going into the next thing. Because we're about creating epic storylines for your game. Uh, the best game stories can capture our imagination, steal our hearts, and effectively pull us into other worlds. Well done well, they can even make a lasting impact and stay with us longer after a game is over. Well, that's exactly what a lot of games do to you, and in a good way. Um, why is a good storyline important for games? Well, you kind of just said it, Dave, um, as well. Why is important? Um, and, and we, you know, we said it as well. It's just a part of, like, you want to keep on playing... <laughs> Um, so I think we can kind of skip that, but maybe Russ wants to add something to it. Yeah, I will just add about the story. It's huge, important in our game and uh, not just this character, but the whole story. We also start writing and working with the biggest publisher here in to create their own book. And the book will be also in the end as NFTs. Mm -hmm. And these books will be split for diff different episodes. And our players and testers from the alpha test will be able by playing our game and testing the game, uh, get this NFTs, this piece of the episode for free. Okay. And at the end of the story, once the story will be fully written, you will get all of the NFTs. NFT, so you can connect it with the full combine it for the one big one book and it will be published here in central europe with the biggest publisher here and it will be pretty nice we definitely even if it's multiplayer we our main goal is to really create really entertainment and amazing story with cyberpunk dystopian style and something where we think about how the future could look like in the future it's scary but this is where we're heading yeah well it's, it's yeah, exactly. an interesting um future and i think for you guys the perfect time to head into it yeah yeah maybe i can elaborate on 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 the uh story of ether islands mm -hmm. that's where the citizen conflict is happening uh the concept of the game at the moment is uh, first to start with uh really the esports and tournaments at first okay. but the story comes in play and it's really important that's why we are releasing uh in uh, episodes let's say uh it's really important for the for the next generation of citizen conflict that will come up after the first uh, tournament base is released and uh, it's a full mmo experience where the story comes hard into the play so that's we uh, like to build it very thoroughly and uh, think about what are the what are the aspects of the world that could be also our future yeah. uh we really uh brought together uh things things we like in sci-fi the good bad and ugly yeah. in the sci-fi so uh we think uh the the story as russ said is one of the key features while you're playing the game that keep you interested because you can have a good experience but when it's uh there's no purpose uh in playing basically when you don't know the story then when, when you are when you don't know why are you fighting let's say mm -hmm. uh only because of the esport because of the fun that's one thing but uh, there's no higher purpose and i think the story takes this part and uh, make make the made the purpose visible to the player and uh, the story sound and visuals make the emotion uh, and emotion is the is the thing that drives the players to the product yeah so as always to to any product of course any uh, any product if you are not thinking about the insurance of course mm -hmm. but any and any any retail product that's come into play that's creative the emotion is the number one thing that everybody uh will look out for and uh, of course humans are 
uh, emotional species so yeah. uh, that's what we need to do in the games to make it make it uh, make it retainable for the future yeah agree and um, how do you start out with building a story like we start of course like we try to create something unique so we of course check all of the competitors not just with the AAA but also with the AA or indie developers we was always uh, huge most fascinated by the cyberpunk and and potential dystopian future what's coming on we can see how the how is the Europe going on mm -hmm. the governments all of the stuff corruptions going on all around we got the difference like COVID was around here and so and so now we can see a lot of the potential of the hyperinflation and so and so so we can slowly see what's going on in the world and mm -hmm. uh, we try to implement it inside the story yeah. and we try to think about what can be unique in the game as david mentioned citizen conflict as a franchise as an ip we'll have two separate titles esports and uh, MMO. And for the MMO, we implement a story where you got basically free syndicates. Mm -hmm. Free syndicates are owning the portion of the E-Trial and they fight against, uh, against each other. If they fight against the dominance of the of the E-Trial and they try to conquer each other. They are thinking who is the best. But in the end, behind them, it's just another government called the Order Meta. And all of the syndicate are just the puppies in the in the in the game, and uh, it, the whole island is split for different district. Each district is completely different, so it's kind of you imagine you can imagine ten different battle royale experience. Mm -hmm. So you got the desert, then you got the military, then you got the I don't know the uh, dystopian city, then you got the uh, oil refinery and 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 some kind of uh, working machines there. Then you got the I, we also uh, create one district. Uh, according our capital city in the Bratislava mm -hmm. which we completely make one-to-one -one and rework to cyberpunk mm -hmm. and so and so so it will be pretty amazing so players will find different location different uh, visuals and, and 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 ideas you can use the vehicles you can use the airplanes so and so so it will be pretty great experience but, the, <clears throat> but this MMO will will come after the com competitive game modes okay I'm checking with Dave. Do you want to add something to that? Yeah, uh, I wanted, but I forgot. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I can tell, what I can tell, uh, we were, as we said at the beginning, we are '90s kids. So I, I, when I think of when I think of the future, I think of Harrison Ford running around and catching the bad guys in the Blade Runner. So uh, this, this was we were heavily inspired by that, and we can see, and also Will Smith. Let's not forget, forget about Will Smith and uh, iRobot. Uh, that's what's coming up in se uh, September with Elon Musk and his new project. So mm -hmm. uh, we can take a look at the first piece uh, or, or the news PC. So uh, uh, we can see that sci-fi was sci-fi was uh, it's called science fiction, but the science is a really important word in in th that place. And uh, we can see that old science fiction novels came to life. And let's hope that not all will came like uh, Will Smith's stuff. Of course, the end is always good, but mostly in the movies. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to create uh, our world that could be heavily impacted by this by these novels and uh, the experience people like, <laughs> but in some different way. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Um... And of course, there are like a lot of different types of storytelling. Uh, so like branching stories, uh, fallback storyline, uh, a lot of different ones. How do you know which one you want to use for your game? I'm sorry, uh, what was the question? Like which, so, which kind of storyline? Yeah, or? there are like different types of storylines. Do, do you like look into that or are you just like, you know, we're just going in yeah, a way so, that we want to go yeah we, we do we do if i'm answering this right we do a mixture a mixture of uh experiences in, in the game of mm -hmm. course uh the game is i don't want to i don't want to like uh, brag about gaming industry mm -hmm. but i would say it's one of the hardest uh, entertainment pieces that could be done because it 
combine a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, let's say, real-time experience with audiovisuals, mm -hmm. uh, graphics. It's kind of uh, cinematography. It's also story-based. So there's a lot of going on at the same time. Mm -hmm. and also the UX UI experience. So basically you're com combining like five to six things. Also all the entertainment stuff yep. in one, one place. So it's it's to make a good game, it's a uh, it's pretty, pretty hard job. And uh, uh, we we figured that we start with a with a storyline to really paint the picture of the Ether Islands, how it came uh, to the state that it it, it is right now, uh, how people live there, what's this, what society is looking like at the moment, uh, what really happened, how the government is is uh, fighting the people, and that's the that's the naming citizen conflict. The citizen conflict is a rebellion against the power of, of the government. And uh, we see it in the world all the time, mostly these days uh, with the coronavirus and everything, the, basically governments switched off the, the state and uh, normal life mm -hmm. uh, because of the, uh, I don't want to put on my tinfoil hat right now, but uh, we know right now it was a flu mm -hmm. and um, not super serious that we need to shut down the whole whole world at, at one time but of course that, that's my opinion and uh, uh we wanted to paint the picture how uh how uh, it could be so we really try to uh show 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 by the story the this uh, different location different societal status uh how when you came to the Ether islands it's a it's a it's a secluded place mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's secluded from the mainland when most of the society lives at the moment and uh Ether islands is the place where society go go wild basically okay. where you can go and and live your dream because in the mainland there there are rules that need to be followed there are society classes there there is one class there's a basically lower middle class that is uh, fully controlled it's like 1984 george orwell uh kind of stuff and in the Ether islands it's uh everything goes basically is the heavy industry it's the uh, drugs, sex, uh, money all the time. So it's basically like uh, our world on steroids, let's say. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so, so as I said, it goes and and it's a super wild, wild thing. And one of the one of the most favorite uh, types of entertainment is looking at the heroes that fight mm -hmm. each other in the games. Okay. So th those are the tournaments, and in the part two. Uh, it will crumble down a little bit, and citizens will need to fight the power. And that's the MMO MMO part where we, when we come to it, uh, they will fight the power for their rights and their their truth. So uh, we we take a lot of inspiration from, uh, uh, let's say, humanity or societal struggles. Yeah. Okay. So. We already got quite some information of the game, so later on I don't have anything to ask anymore because you already told me everything. Show the trailer, show the trailer. No, we're not there yet. <laughs> calm down, calm down. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, okay, then I do want to know, can you tell us something about ending a story of a game? And it doesn't have to be exactly from your game, but like overall, what, what would be like to th think about if you're ending a game? Or story in a game. Uh, definitely, all of the people will die. Oh, <laughs> and then so some, will, some will survive as a zombie and <laughs> and start the zombie uh, battle royale. So <laughs> no, 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 joking, joking. Like definitely, there is like in it's an MMO. It's we try to build a persistent open world, and yeah. the branding is really important for us. And like David mentioned, the citizen conflict, as you can see, it's about the citizen against the government. Mm -hmm. To, to take uh, power back to the people, to the citizen. And it's really great connecting with the web free and technology and the ownerships when the players can finally own piece of the game, when they own uh, what they build inside the, the game. And, and uh, the MMO will give you much more bigger potential for the for the to own something in the game in the island which is persistent it's make much more sense like to have some some skin and so and so you don't even own so yeah about the ending i don't have i always love do, the happy ending so. okay happy. Do, not, do not do not leak it no. <laughs> and uh endings overall are very important but happy uh, endings are happy yeah, endings. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. We're talking still about <laughs> games, right? Still yeah. in the game, of okay. course, of course. Game. <laughs> of course, again, on the, on the show. So uh, the ending is very important because it uh, leaves the good or bad taste about the whole yes. experience. <laughs> Yeah, so in both cases. So uh, <laughs> for the gaming industry, uh, it uh, I don't it like open endings. I don't like open endings uh, because no. you need to watch the 105 series on the Netflix to get to the end. Yeah. And they can always make a new one when uh, somebody came to live or something like that. So I'm talking to you, uh, how it's called, uh, the Thrones thing. I was dying, man. When they they died, they come up to oh, life. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. Game of Thrones. Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah. So uh, our 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 ending basically is never ending story for our game because oh. the conflict goes on mm-hmm. until one fraction wins. So that can happen. Oh, but uh, don't say, then... don't say, because people should not know. Yeah, and uh, the the game endings are are important, but really depends where you take the game so that that's a climactic uh, end and the 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 user or the player will uh, mostly when he end the campaign will think about the last moment for sure he okay, will have yeah. uh, the, the player will have some moments during the gameplay that really captured the essence of the game and there was a good experience for him but the end is really important and when you leave a bad taste uh, it's really really hard to get the player back to your franchise yeah yeah i'm i'm um i'm thinking about was it i'm googling quickly oh yeah hellblade whoa that was such a good game as well and uh great story um definitely something that got into your head because all the uh you know like she heard voices and you know saw things and whatsoever um but that was also like this game that you're like, oh no, what's happening now? Like I can't wait to play this the second one, right? So um yeah, great game, really great game. And um those those games are the ones that you you know, it gets you hyped to go into a new one. Like it's a sort of open ending, but also not. Like it's it's okay. But something should not be fully open ending because then you're like, Okay, all right, this was my life. Meh, you know, it's not great. Exactly. It's, it's just not what you I just want. waited like I just wasted ten hours. Exactly, yeah. So that's not what you want. Um but we're going into subject two because we're gonna talk quickly about citizen conflict. Uh well we already done it quite a bit, but um for your blockchain game Citizen Conflict, there is an extensive document on the storyline of the game. We're gonna look at it now. There we go. Uh, it's very short. Um, I have rest um, in that you can see him. So we see a little bit of that conflict storyline. Yeah, how it we, looks like. Yeah, we can see that this is the whole story of the Itral and separate district. Each, this is kind of like also visual uh, well, navigation for the player. Each district is not just different by the visuals, uh, resources, and, and story behind the district, but also with the colors. Uh, so you can see when there is a kind of red colors, we, you know, you will be easily navigating where you are because it's a really huge city around 40 kilometers square. Mm-hmm. And we try really navigate people and to create also like uh, some kind of uh, much more easy understanding of the districts and what is specificated about it and so and so. Yeah. Um, Dave. Yeah. So this is the this is the background of the districts that's very important also maybe some some pop culture reference we were also heavily inspired we like justin timberlake let's not kid <laughs> russ yeah don't need to Who be didn't, ashamed right yeah no. i was like boogieing all the time to justin timberlake <laughs> and he was in one movie that we really really <laughs> like and it's called in time Oh, yeah. And uh, there were there, there was also, of course, the society was split to the districts, and there was a huge wall when you need to pay with your time mm-hmm. to get through. And we really love this concept. Uh, there are there are a few games that try to capture it, but not really in the essence that we did in the citizen conflict. And each district is basically uh, not only visually distinguished, but also there's a total different society. So it's really heavily society and value or money based. Where do you live? Mm-hmm. And uh, coming up the district, you need to pay a, a hefty price. So it's it's like uh, going to different neighborhoods, basically. Yeah. And uh, this this was the this was the inspiration for for our 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 stuff. Uh, forget about the question. What was the question? <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> it's okay. I love this though. Like we're going from right. just in Timberlake to whatever, but it, yeah. yeah, but it was really pretty deep story to be honest. Yeah. Um, uh, Justin is not that deep. <laughs> no, it's, it's really it deep. Was, okay, the money is the time. Basically, the most yeah. crazy part of it that you work like crazy and you just work to get the time. Okay. So this is something also implement inside our game. Yeah. What goes around, comes around, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and um, well, we kind of already heard a little bit of the, the process of the creating the storyline because you already said, like, we kind of got in, you know, inf um, information slash ideas from other games or just in Timberlake or <laughs> whatsoever. Um so yeah. <laughs> yeah, movie, movie, books, a lot of inspiration from the books, a lot of inspiration from the movies. We go like really all of the uh, sci-fi from the Blade Runner to uh, Alter Carbon to uh, Big uh, In Time to different sci-fi movies and games and, and of course the cyberpunk games. So it mm -hmm. was like combination and plus uh, something what we think as a, as a generation where we are really heading to, it's not... Mm, nice future to be honest <laughs> so this is what we try to create and you will be you can you can create your own story inside the game and you can decide if you if you will own your story and if you make uh time <laughs> yeah exactly and um what were the challenges during the creation of the storyline how did you overcome them the challenges are to to make some synergy together mm -hmm. as a creative team because like um you know you need to sound it's it's like it's process it, it takes time to create good storyline sometimes it looks that this is it this is what we want and you came next day and no this is it this is what we want so biggest uh biggest headache was definitely to find synergy between all of the creative people mm -hmm. to create a storyline where we all are like Okay, this is fit. This is fit the game. Yeah. The, this is also the describe the game mechanics. We got the free teams, free syndicates. Okay, there is somebody hiding behind it. It's like okay, so what? How the future generation? How the future could looks like? And it was really process. I think that it takes almost two years to create uh, the the storyline here to to really that all of our team members, creative team members, are satisfied with the with the fit. A lot of work. A lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we really wanted to have all hands on deck with the team and uh, go through every department. Of course, maybe the developer won't super mind about the storyline, but you need to uh, have the team informed and they need to be on board with the a creative and what we do together. So their work is really uh, also showcased and uh, when, when they are doing the test, they uh, think about how it impacts the final product because we see a lot of problems in the big teams and big companies that the, everybody doing their own thing. So uh, one department is not uh, speaking with a different department. They're only going through the, some managerial process uh, when they are not talking with each other. We really try to uh, communicate heavy with our team, with every department together. Mm -hmm. So there's uh, everybody aligned in what we do yeah. and then it's really showcased in their work so they are know what we are going for with them we don't have to be very uh, strict with super high description and uh, super high control process because they are they know exactly what we uh, want to show the user at the end and mm -hmm. it's really showcased in, in their work every day yeah okay and um uh, I want to know a little bit about the whole blockchain games and storylines because doing a transaction in game to get hold of your NFT can break the immersion of participating in a game story. Uh, is a good storyline helpful to get past this blockchain transaction step? So how can a storyline help blockchain games overall? There is I, there is not such a things like blockchain games. Like this, we should definitely cut off from okay. the... It's just the games. And uh, it doesn't... The, the gamers doesn't care about blockchain. They doesn't care about the transactions. They care about the good games. Mm -hmm. If it's the, somebody like to have the single-player role-playing game, somebody like to play multiplayer, and the driving and, 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 and tractions coming from the game itself. So, like, we are not focusing on the blockchain. And, and, and so we try to create as minimum uh for as really as minimal as possible forcing player to use the blockchain only way to only way to achieve really and bring this uh, billions player from the web 2 is through the high quality and competitive games like they are used to in the web 2 and just 
use the web free technology when mm -hmm. they were to make extra money, like the monetization layer. We are mm -hmm. thinking about the blockchain and 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 web free, like it's it's opening you additional layer to make money by playing the games. But if you are not familiar with you, if you don't want to use NFTs, nothing, you can still have fully uh, immerse you Full experience. experience with the game, yeah. and that's our focus. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. This is this is exactly the point, and this is why we think that uh, the the game studio is special in this kind of way, because all uh, most of our competitors always talk about education, education, education. Like education is important for sure, but let's do it in a way that it's uh, seamless and the players are not forced to be educated to work with work around the product. Uh, the product should be done in a way that is straightforward and the user know what he needs to know, basically, because uh, we are not targeting some some people that never had a Facebook account or something. We are mm -hmm. targeting uh, the, the person that is uh, digital, uh, digitally educated, that is a fully Web2 user that using Gmail has a banking account or internet banking account, has a social media profile. So mm -hmm. uh, we want to get these users. Uh, we want to bring them, uh, bring them the same onboarding experience like in any game. Uh, right uh, today is really simple. You have one uh, or several several stores or providers like Epic Games, for example. Mm -hmm. You just download the game with one button. You just hit the next button to play it, and you are in game basically. Okay. Then you go uh, new game and uh, or load. So it's really simple. We are going with the same approach mm -hmm. with addition of Web three layers. So. If you want to use the features and uh, the freedom of Web3 or the monetization of Web3, you are uh, super welcome to mm -hmm. and uh, incentivize, of course, also, because there's a lot to gain from Web3 and from blockchain. But it's all also the same as any game that you've been playing before. So uh, we don't want to uh, hassle the player with uh, overly uh, complicated stuff, educating how to get NFTs to the game, uh, paywalls and everything that's, that's, uh, that Web3 games and NFT games are known about. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, these are the problems that the, the studios need to figure out. We think that we find a pretty good solution to it. We make the experience in a way that uh, that players are uh, super familiar with it. Uh, they can get into it really quickly. If they want, they can be ed educated in a very seamless way with the game. Yeah, so in both ways, it's interesting for people who do want to get into it or more like, no, I just want to play the game. Uh, exactly. And that's good because then you keep it open for all, all the people. Um, I'm going to switch um, quickly to the other screen because in meanwhile, we will see the There should be sound, but the, the thing is not... Oh, uh, there we go. Yeah, like this is, this is uh, some in-game uh, gameplay from our internal testing so you can see some environment inspired by the cyberpunk you mm -hmm. can see district 10 airfield Looks so cool uh, this is also the south moon basically there is various uh, maps and this is really you can imagine this screenshot there are the small portion of the whole city mm -hmm. we are building and we will be slowly releasing the districts by districts different small maps and yeah Oof. this is this is really something you can experience uh, inside the game. We are not a fa fan of the CGI trailers and, and showcase something what is not playable. We rather uh, showcase what you can expect from the game. It looks so good, Thank if I may so say so. Like, it's really something like, if I see this, I directly like, yeah, I really would like to play it. Uh, like, so I play mainly Apex Legends. And for me, what's important when I do any shooting or whatever, it has to feel smooth. Um, and yeah, this looks like the, we can be in the squad together. <laughs> yeah, this looks like it's really smooth, and that's why I like. Um, th that's something that is for me interesting. Also, the way how this looks um, is also a bit like for me when I look at it, right? As a non-knowing about this game, um, Apex Legends feeling, but although this is more like you know science fiction way. But it has the same idea of the graphics, and I, I really like that. You know, it's the same that people play a Fortnite in a certain way how it's made. It's the same with Warzone. For me, it's way too small and too tiny and everything. But this is perfect in the in between the, the real stuff, but also 
the the animated things yeah so. exactly like we want to like give a warriors warriors to the player to the community because like web free gaming should be about the community about building the games for the community to really do we want to really build something what this triple uh studios don't do like mm -hmm. communicate with the community do you like it you prefer the smaller map you prefer two teams three teams we really want to test as many game modes and environment as possible like our main inspiration are the hero shooters like apex and overwatch overwatch but with a high realistic graphic with cyberpunk style something like battlefield call of duty but with this hero because in the end there is so many competitive games we want to bring the fun like fortnite is a really great experience that it okay. it's fun it's fun even it's cartoonish even it's for, for the kids but it's super cool and fun and we want to create something between the competitive and fun gameplay with really visuals mechanic you will enjoy in the gameplay you will enjoy the movement you will enjoy the environment so we also get inspiration as i said one of the capital city as you can see the bratislava we can we are now uh watching the bratislava which is our capital city castle radio tower the government house we we take it we we, we risk in it to the cyberpunk and we really try to bring kind of cool. a gotham city uh, atmosphere inside the cyberpunk so it's really like a government you know <laughs> it looks super cool Thank like you so I, I almost forget that i do have some questions but i'm just looking at the trailer like oh this is cool i have it already on um repeat so then i can do ask questions that so people can look at it uh, in the meanwhile um so why did you decide to create this specific game and also dave we do not see you but we do hear you so if you want i'm to here step in. i'm here i'm still here Okay, <laughs> you can step in. <laughs> so yeah, why did you decide to create this this specific game? To really like esports and fun, and and we are thinking we are, we really think about this uh, how to how to use the leverage this blockchain technology because what is the most uniqueness is really this distribution power that you can get directly from the game to the player you can get the directly rewards and and the, all of the players and community can really own this asset. So you, if you buy something in the game, you can own it. And yeah, we are heavily focused on the high quality game and, and this web-free technology ownerships is something we are really, really looking for that this will be really the next, next generation game will be still the games, but giving the power back to the players, to the community. And, and this is why we choose it because this is what we're missing. You can be Apex, you can play Overwatch, but you don't own it. Yeah. You don't have this asset. So, and you can even make some, you know, ideas for the, for the studio. They don't care. We want to, we won't care. We won't communicate with the users and community. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry to, sorry to oh, jump no, in. Don't worry. No, I, I was just quickly at a question because I see some different uh, locations. Um, is it like because it's a world so you can you know go around but like if you're doing a, a match um or is it also like because you say pv like uh, uh you know uh esports is it also yeah. really like a sort of match that you're like playing on one certain part of the map and you know uh, a death match or whatever exactly exactly the, the map for the competitive it's basically piece of the whole world okay so if you will be playing competitive game modes it's just a piece for the whole world it's basically fit and adjust according to the game mechanics and the levels and game modes mm -hmm. but in the end it's the piece of the whole world we are building and and just the, the mmo build which is like mmo shooter citizen conflict will be like the whole city and it will be epic yeah well dave Stacey Jules. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, as as Russ said, I just wanted to circle back to the to the monetization because mm -hmm. that's one of the differences between uh, Web three gaming, let's say, and normal gaming. We figure out uh, what's uh, the way how how it can be sustainable, and uh, we saw a lot of a lot of tries. Nobody did it right until this point. Mm -hmm. uh, we thought that the one way how we can work with the community and uh, we can level up the playing field and give back to the community of course because that's why we are here to to uh have the community and, and nurture it uh we think about the tournament system we think we got it pre pretty pretty good at this point and uh, the tournament system will be the place where the players are rewarded and where the monetization ladder comes to the place but there is no token involved in the game mm -hmm. no heavy trading on nfts there are no paywalls okay. i need to say the game is 
free to play and uh, we really want to incentivize the user generated content and in the future the players this is just a showcase of two maps mm -hmm. and in the future uh, players will be able to do their own maps and if any any uh, tournament is is played on the map they are able to get a piece of the cake so uh, we really want to incentivize not only the the players mm -hmm. as, the, as it's themselves or the esport teams that we work with or others that will join the uh, join the calls yeah. but really incentivize everybody from the gaming community uh from the starters it will be the environmental or 3d designers it will be really easy to, to make a map uh if you ever build an unreal engine or something we have a, a community based event where players will be able to try these maps and uh community will vote which map they want to uh, put in the circulation to the rank mode mm -hmm. and uh, if these maps are in the circulation if any uh, paid match or tournament is being played there they always get a reward in form of the stable coins so okay. uh this is we think the way forward and this is how the content should work it's user generated content we saw it in the roblox it really works it's the way forward and also uh, we try to level up the playing field with the game uh not going uh, we are going competitive of course we have mm -hmm. a special tournament special modes for that but for the casual player what is really important we try to make it uh super randomized we have a lot of game mechanics that uh are are fun and mm -hmm. uh, make every game uh, special and every game different so uh you won't be uh, like uh I, I would say uh breaking your monitor uh, <laughs> when you are losing in a fortnite because fortnite also did this change and it helped them to uh when they went from super highly competitive to uh, good and casual for everybody so we want to bring these both words worlds together yeah well perfectly said and i was super drawn into the trailer it looks super good i uh, big ass grats for you guys because it's great um one last question what is the most exciting thing of the game if you may say so for me, it's a lot of stuff, but if I should pick just one, mm -hmm. and don't answer like politician. So for me, it will be definitely uh, movements. I'm really excited in what we are building with the movements and what is our vision to for the final product to make something unique for the experience, for yes, for all, all of the amazing stuff we are building there. I will pick movements okay. and let's see how you will like it. And Dave? Yeah, I would say uh, the movement is uh, the game mechanic I wanted to mention. Mm -hmm. But as a whole game, I think the tournaments and the structure as we are going to introduce them are really important. Uh, and I think this will be a game changer not only for Web3, but also for some Web2 games. Uh, as we say in Corpo, uh, we want to democratize esports. And I think that we are on a, on a good path to do it. Okay. And when can people start playing the game? so so i can answer this one uh we have a alpha test the second iteration mm -hmm. coming up by the end of the month okay. so i would advise everybody that would like to try citizen conflict to go to register to our corp id and uh, they will be able to get whitelisted and try citizen conflict themselves and also of, of course the first tournament will be also available this iteration so mm -hmm. you can also try uh being competitive and win in our citizen conflict tournaments that's cool that's really cool and yeah for everyone in the chat or when you're listening to this there is a giveaway for the close alpha keys for citizen conflict 10 alpha keys what you have to do is follow at citizen conflict and uh pv at pvp game hub on twitter and share one of the posts about this live show with the hashtags hashtag citizen key and hashtag pvp game hub um so that's how you'll be able to win um well and if you want to contact citizen conflict or one of today's guests what's the easiest way that they can reach out to you guys you can just go ahead to our twitter account mm -hmm. and hit us up in the comments anywhere we are very active on the social media okay. but of course we are also uh, active on our own personal profile yep, twitter is for sure the best way all right yeah. we see it in the chat already so that's perfect also the inbox also the inbox 
Okay. Um, <laughs> send us the letter. Send us the letter. <laughs> I want to thank you both very much for today uh, that you guys were in the show. Um, I'm very excited about the game. Very looking forward to it, and I definitely uh, want to take a look about myself. Um, so thank you guys once again. I wish you many, many, much luck for the game and for many games to come. Um, and of course, instead of the whole football career rest, I hope to see you in the career of the gaming industry in like fully on. So um, thank you so much. Um, so with that said, I'm doing a little wavy again. Bye bye. <laughs> bye guys. And, it was uh, a pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you as well, Raz and Dave. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. See you thank in the next one. Bye. Bye. And um, ending with this, that's it. Now you can see me very big on your screen again. Um, the topic for the next show will be announced very soon. So stay tuned. Um, but we can already unravel that we will have one of our new partners on in the next one. So that's quite interesting. And later this week, today's episode will be available on YouTube and podcast platforms like Spotify and Amazon and Apple Music. So if you want to listen to this back or even look at it back, you can watch it back on YouTube or listening to it Spotify, Amazon or Apple Music. Uh, so with that said, I put away my papers. Um, I had a great show. Hope you guys did too. It was lovely to have these two uh, guests in the show because... That game looks fantastic and I'm rooting for them and for the game. So um, thank you all once again. Um, I'm out. I'm going to have some dinner now. And I hope to see you all in probably two weeks again. And have a great night or morning or day. Depends where you're from. But uh, see you guys later. Ciao, ciao.